Welcome to Health Business Mastery, the Creative Thirst Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Hewitt. Ten trends that I'm seeing in the health supplement business space. Most of these trends are on the marketing side of what I'm seeing in the marketplace, but some of them are more what I call philosophical trends, uh, sort of trends around belief. And that, what I mean by that is trends that I'm seeing marketers make, not based on data or anything that's happened in the market, but more based on their philosophical preference. But enough about that. Let's get right into it. Number one, they lead with the story and support with the science. As the next generation of millennials become more health conscious and more advertising platforms like Facebook continue to make it difficult for dietary supplement brands to advertise, there's going to be a shift. I'm seeing this already occurring in marketing and health supplements sort of taking the charge, not because they want to, but because they are forced to by these traffic sources. And the position that I'm seeing these brands take is that of shifting away from story and starting with science. If you look at any direct response sales letter, there's typically a lead. And that lead is typically story-based. It grabs a reader. It hooks them in. And this is necessary when you're doing cold traffic funnels because you're really interrupting someone uh, through a banner ad or uh, some other method where they're not research mode. They're not looking for a solution. So you really have to go for the sensationalism. And this works in direct response marketing. But the health market, just like any other, is in a constant state of evolution. Looking at the top-tier traffic sources, Google, Facebook, those guys really have a different set of rules. In order to play in that playground, in order to get access to the top-tier traffic that converts better, you need to play by their rules. This is just becoming a, a fact of what it takes to exist in today's world as a supplement marketer. And on top of that, the marketplace is already in a very mature state for health supplements. Leading with the science is certainly more on the branding side of marketing than the direct response side. And I'm seeing a hybrid starting to form in the marketplace, a hybrid between the direct response side and the branding side, taking the best of direct response and the best of, of branding and emerging happening. Now, leading with the science and going all in on the branding side could work if, and it's a big if, if your company has a large enough runway. What I mean by that is if you have enough cash in the bank to sustain spending on branding advertising over the long haul, several years, to build up that brand. However, the typical uh, supplement company doesn't have a bankroll of cash they're sitting on, at least not 
when they're starting in the earlier stages. So which side of the fence do you take? Do you take a more branding marketing side or a more direct response marketing side? And I think that answer is very multifaceted. Part of it is your marketing philosophy and what you're comfortable with as a marketer. Part of it is also economics. And that goes back to the runway example. If you're sitting on a large bankroll of cash and can afford to wait, then there's nothing wrong with doing a branding marketing approach. If you're maximizing every dollar, putting all your money back into the company and looking to to grow and scale quicker, then the direct response side makes a lot more sense. It's a question that each supplement marketer has to answer themselves. Number two, across the board, no dietary supplement brand truly knows their customer at the level of intimacy that I believe any brand should. They know their customers need state, but not their needs. What I mean by that is on a clinical level, they know what combination of ingredients will help with a specific condition, but they don't understand the customer's desires, hopes, and beliefs. At least they don't know them well enough. These are what make up the buying forces framework that influence how people buy health products differently. It's what Creative Thirst bases every single test upon, and it's how we optimize and improve sales for health clients. Number three, they have trouble fully expressing and embodying their mission and purpose in the world. This is really ironic since the reason why entrepreneurs start a dietary supplement brand is because of a bigger purpose. Whether it's to personally right a wrong, or to cure themselves, or a loved one, or just simply because they want to help. There's always a story behind every dietary supplement brand, always a reason why the founder started that particular company and that particular flagship supplement. Now, on the other hand, there's digitally native brands that sell exclusively online. They have the upper hand here. They don't have the big budgets for retail sales, and therefore they're forced to take the scrappy route of spreading the word online through Instagram and Facebook. When done right, these platforms force you to be more human through video and story. Number four, they believe that copywriting is how you win the game. There's no doubt that direct response marketing is copy heavy. But the limiting belief is that as long as the copy is good, that's all you need. This is actually the farthest thing from the truth. There are at least two other levers that have a bigger effect than copy. One is the offer. A weak offer with a strong copy won't convert, as well as a strong offer alone. Yet such little time is spent on crafting a high-converting, maximizing profit offer. Much more time is spent on the copy. The second lever, marketplace positioning, is what almost everyone ignores. A marketing message 
that is not in line with the marketplace is doomed from the start. Number five, they think the ingredients differentiate them rather than their marketing. Marketing is capable of a lot more heavy lifting than anyone really realizes. The majority of non-direct response companies rely on just their ingredients and branding to set them apart from the competition. While ingredients are important, it's not what really drives the customer's decision. Marketing is the educational part of the equation. It bridges the gap between the emotional influence and the selling. It's separate from selling, and it influences the purchase and builds trust beyond the brand. Number six, competing against other supplements rather than health conditions. Alternative products are often overlooked as competition by many dietary supplement marketers. They're typically too busy looking for ideas on how to market supplements, which forces them to only look at their competition. Customers are not thinking in such narrow terms. If you have a health problem, your main goal is to solve that problem. Customers are coming from the posture of a need rather than a decision of which brand to buy. The solution that drives their particular need may not even be a supplement bottle, as in the case of gut health. Prospects may be looking towards a drink like kombucha or yogurt like Activia to solve their problem. Number seven, they assume other people are doing something that's working without thinking about the strategy. Being a data-driven guy, this is one of my biggest pet peeves. Marketers see something that someone else is doing and they implement it without ever questioning or thinking about the underlying context or strategy. They hear the latest marketing tactic that's quote-unquote working for someone at a high-level mastermind and implement it without ever thinking through the strategy. Oftentimes, these so-called shortcuts are not actually really working. Other marketers usually have faulty attribution metrics and think they're working when they're not. Or they never really bothered to measure them in the first place and are attributing an increase in their KPIs due to random noise. I've personally A-B tested some of these things heard at conferences that are quote-unquote working for other people. And after testing them, validating them, making sure that the data is accurate, there are other areas where actually the win was offset by a loss in the funnel. Number eight, they put marketing first at the expense of everything else. Direct response supplement companies know the importance of marketing when positioning their products against the competition. But because they grew out of marketing, they tend to put all of their eggs in the basket of marketing at the detriment of everything else. The biggest being the customer journey and the customer experience. This makes them great at getting a first-time buyer, but they struggle to grow that customer over time. Often, just putting those customers on an email follow-up sequence that they never really tested, that's the first stab out of the gate. Once they have a customer, 
they stop investing money in them. When the reality is, once you have a buyer who has paid you, they're worth a lot more. And those are the people, that's the segment that you should be investing in. Those people who spend the most money with you, the highest lifetime value customers, those are the type of people you want to invest back in, put money into those customers. Not necessarily all of the customers who come in, certainly not the customers who uh, just opted in and never purchased a product, but the actual true buyers who are truly worth something to your company. One way to invest back in those type of buyers is to take a segment of your best buyers and send them, and only them, a direct response snail mail campaign. Send them a box. Send them a package. Do it old school with the lumpy mail style. Spending that kind of money on that segment that's worth a lot to you is way more valuable than spending more ad dollars to bring in more clicks. Number nine, transparency is a problem and they may actually be afraid of it. There are a couple of barriers that are really the struggling part here. First is the problem of how to be transparent. This is a struggle of how to actually communicate to the market. What do we say in order to be transparent? This is a struggle with messaging. Most dietary supplement companies have short-sighted ideas of what transparency is. Starting and stopping at the ingredients level does not cut it in today's world. Being transparent to them is just about showing how much ingredient is in a particular capsule. Label transparency is pretty commonplace now, and it's not anything to build your business on, certainly not enough to be a differentiating factor. Transparency is more than just what's in the bottle. It also includes what you stand for and why you do what you do. Finally, there's a struggle with the idea of transparency at all. Transparency implies openness, communication, and accountability. This has as much to do about admitting when you've made a mistake as it does with being able to explain, clarify, and justify your actions. Many companies are not ready or willing to be transparent and act in a more reactionary way, only being transparent when the situation forces them to be. And finally, number 10. They jump on the bandwagon of competitors rather than frame the conversation. The grass is always greener on the other side, it seems, until you're actually on the other side. This is just human nature. We won't ever be able to eliminate that, but in business, we can resist it. Most of the time, however, we don't. Instead, what I constantly see happening is a jump on the bandwagon effect with marketing. We hear through the grapevine that one supplement company is crushing it, and we swipe and deploy what they're doing. Often without questioning, this leads to a reactionary mindset, one in which we're always looking for the next thing, thinking that someone else is doing it better. Far few dietary supplement companies take a stand and lead the conversation. How many of those trends are you yourself guilty of? Did any of them stand out? 
Were you able to check off many of them or few? Hopefully, I've given you pause to think about them and at least make some changes in your supplement business. Thanks for listening. Creative Thirst is a direct response digital agency focusing on conversion rate optimization and A-B testing. We work with dietary supplement companies who are struggling to maximize the profitability of their funnels so they can scale. Through the last seven years in the online health space, we've optimized many dietary supplement businesses. And in that time, we've uncovered the three critical funnels for success. We put together that information in a free digital download called The Three Funnels Every Health Supplement Business Needs to Build a Multi-Million Dollar Empire. You can get that free report by going to creativethirst.com. Scroll down to the appropriate section and click on the blue Get Your Ebook button.